This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. On February the 2nd, I went into a coma and the doctors basically said that these were my final hours. The tumors I had, some of them were the size of lemons. I had had cancer for four years and it had metastasized. So these tumors were all over my lymphatic system. So from the base of my skull, all around my neck, under my arms, my breasts, all the way down to my abdomen. And I had um, fluid in my lungs, so every time I lied down, I would choke on my own fluid. I wasn't absorbing food, so I became basically a walking skeleton. My muscles completely deteriorated. I could no longer stand up or walk, so I was in a wheelchair. And I was so weak that I couldn't even hold my head up, so I would be in a wheelchair and my head would be hanging down. My neck didn't even have the strength to, to hold my head up. And I was in a lot of pain. And so on February the 2nd, uh, I fell into a coma and the doctors said that these were my final hours because now my organs had shut down. And my husband and my mother were obviously very distressed. But as I was in the coma, what was unbeknownst to all of them, my eyes were closed and I, and I was completely in this coma, but I was aware of everything that was going on around me. I could hear and see and feel everything that was happening. I could feel everything the doctors were doing. They were poking needles into me and um, putting in IV tubes and things like that. And my husband was by my bedside holding my hand. Not only could I hear what they were saying, it was like I could feel what they were feeling, like I was completely empathic to what they were feeling. And I could see and hear things that were beyond the room that my physical body was in. And I realized that I could even see my physical body. It was like I felt that I had become separate from my body. And it felt incredible. It felt just absolutely amazing. It was, for me, it was like the first time in years that I felt so, so amazing and so pain-free. The pain was gone, and I felt light. And I felt like I was really free and expanded. I also felt something which I can only describe as a feeling of unconditional love. And I know the word love has been overused, but it's the only word I can think of to describe what I was feeling because it was like a euphoric kind of feeling. Like I felt like I suddenly realized that I don't have to do anything to prove myself. I don't have to do anything to feel that I deserve to be loved. I was loved just because I existed. And I don't remember ever feeling that way ever before in my life. 
And now I was no longer attached to my body. And here I was feeling this really incredible feeling of just like that I had a purpose, that I was loved and I was worthy. That's what I felt. This was happening to me in a hospital in Hong Kong, by the way. And I was aware that my brother, who was in India, was rushing to get on a flight to get to Hong Kong to see me before I died. And so in that awareness, I felt I needed to stay alive at least he got, until he got to me because I knew that if, if I died before he got to me, he would be completely distraught and broken. So I knew that I had to stay alive at least until he got to me, at least until he had a chance to say goodbye. As I went deeper into the experience, I reached a point where I had the choice of whether to come back or not, because I reached a point where I um, encountered my deceased father. My father had died 10 years prior, and I felt that he was there to greet me, and he wanted me to know that it wasn't my time. But even though it wasn't my time to die, I still felt I had the choice. I could still choose to die if I wanted to. I wanted to stay there. I didn't want to come back. Being in that realm was so much better than being here, simply because I felt so incredible. And here, I had the sick and dying body. So I, I couldn't see any good reason to come back into this body, because I was suffering, my family was suffering. So I really wanted to stay there. But in that time, um, I also experienced an incredible level of clarity. It was like I understood, I just completely understood how it was that I came to be at that point in that hospital bed, in that moment lying there dying from end stage cancer. I actually understood how every choice and every decision that I had made in my life, in every moment in time, had led me to that point, and I could see it. And in that awakening, I felt as though that my father said to me, now that you know this truth, you need to go back and live fearlessly. And I understood that now that I understood this, if I went back, my body would heal. After that experience, after actually dying and coming back, um, I don't follow dogma or any kind of religion or spirituality because it's like now I know. I know that I'm a spiritual being. We all are. Every single one of us, we are. We don't have to work at it. I don't have to keep working at it or trying to be more spiritual. I already am. There's nothing to work at. We all are. So that, that's completely changed for me. What actually happened is that in that moment that my father said, that now that you understand the truth, go back and live your life fearlessly. It was, I would say, in that moment that my eyes actually opened. I mean, so much happened. I was in a coma for about 34 hours, but so much happened in that time uh, because time is not linear. There, It's like everything was happening simultaneously. And wherever I put my awareness, there I was. So it was all happening at once. And I felt that... It completely changed me. I absorbed so much. It's like 
walking into a room or a situation of something that you've never seen before and finding out the truth about something you can never imagine, you can't unknow it. You can't go back and undo it. Um, and it, it always stays with you. And so it has actually changed my life. It's changed who I've become from that point on. At first, I didn't want to come back. But my father also said to me that, um, that I have these gifts waiting for me. The way we communicate as well is not through language, the way I'm communicating with you right now. Um, so like here we use words, we string them together in linear time, in linear sentences. But in that realm, it felt like because we don't have our bodies, we don't have vocal cords, it was like my father's um, essence and mine, we just merged. So I knew exactly what he wanted me to know. And so I put words to it, but it was like I just completely understood what he wanted me to know. And he wanted me to know that I had suffered up until this point. And even though I didn't have to go back to my body, if I chose not to go back, I would be missing out on the gifts that were now waiting for me. So I understood that now if I go back, I won't be living a life of suffering anymore because of what I now knew. So I started to open my eyes. And of course, my family, who, was, who were right around me, my husband was sitting there holding my hand. My brother had just arrived from the airport. My mom was there. And of course, they were thrilled that I was opening my eyes. But I was still, of course, very, very weak with all these tubes. And I weighed about 85 pounds and these open wow. skin lesions. So I, I started to uh, open my eyes. And my family was thrilled, and then they called the doctor. And I greeted the doctor by name. I said, you know, good afternoon, Dr. Chan. And he was surprised I knew his name because he only started tending to me after I went into the coma. Mm. So he said, how did you know my name? And I was surprised he asked that question because um, to me it just kind of seemed normal. I just said, aren't you the doctor that came in this morning? And... I, and I told him the procedure, procedure of exactly what he'd done. I had been choking and he had stuck a needle in my back and removed fluid from my lungs. And so I said that. I said, aren't you the doctor that came in at about four or five this morning and removed fluid from my lungs? And he said, but you were in a coma when I did that. How do you even know I did that? And that's when it started to transpire with everyone that something had happened. And when he left the room, I said to my husband, um, isn't he the doctor that said to you that I, that I won't even make it through the night, that these are my final hours and my organs have shut down? And my husband, uh, Danny, said, how did you hear that? He didn't even say that in this room. He said it down the corridor. And so it slowly started to come out that something had happened. What shocked the doctors was that within four days, the tumor shrunk by 70%. And then within three weeks, they couldn't find any trace of cancer in my body. And in five weeks, um, I was released to go home from hospital.